What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Water's Edge online Sunday morning worship experience once again. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. For those of you that continue to share these online worship services with your friends and family, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. We pray that it's very helpful and we have people tuning in from all over the place. Also, if you're a local listener and you would like to join us live and in person, we want you to know that our Sunday services are back wide open with a very full experience, 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. We have a full nursery, full kids church, a full cafe experience, a full worship service experience, 9.30 and 11.15 every Sunday. We would love to see you in person. Also, for those of you that continue to give online, thank you so very much for doing that. We love you so very much for helping us show our city and our community the love and the hands of feet of Jesus. In fact, in just a few weeks, we're going to have our next food pantry, and we expect to feed around 2,000 people on that day, and your generosity will help us bless people and show the love of God to people. So once again, thank you so very much for doing that. Today, we start a brand new series, and I would like to introduce it to you in this way by saying this, that they can absolutely change your life. They can ruin your day. They can encourage you. They can devastate you. They can also damage you. They can lift up your soul or they can hurt your soul. And also they can never be erased. The question is, what is they? Today, we start a brand new series entitled Sticks and Stones. Now, we all have people in our life, friends and family, kids, co-workers, neighbors, parents, spouses, casual friendships, church relationships, and on and on. And so as people of faith, we should be people of love, kindness, grace, acceptance, patience, forgiveness, discipleship, and loyalty. And we understand that them, just like you and I, the other people in our life, they also have hopes and dreams and hurts and wounds and scars and stories and a past and fears and anxieties. And so one of the main reasons that God gave us the New Testament was to teach us not just what think about the world, but to also teach us how to properly love and relate to other people in our life, all people in our life, because we should all be concerned about representing Jesus and showing people the love of Jesus in this life. And so this series is about how you and I properly love and relate to other people and how we learn how to make other people feel in our life, because at the end of the day, that's going to be our legacy. Now, many people think that before humans develop spoken languages, that we first learn to communicate with each other through singing songs. In fact, many scientists believe that we first started singing love songs to each other before we even learned how to speak in languages to each other. It was through singing songs when we first learned how to communicate. And through singing songs, we then developed the ability to form languages. In fact, today, we even use phrases like this, man, I ran into your boss or I ran into your teacher or your professor the other day in Walmart or your coach, and they were just singing your praises. They were just going on and on about you or listen to me, toot my own horn. When we say things like that, it's not like we pull out our horn and toot it. Or it's not like I met your teacher in Walmart and they literally started singing a song about you in Walmart. No, what we mean when we say tooting your horn or singing your praises is that someone is speaking very, very well about you, saying great things about you. And I think about how a song can make us feel. Songs can make us feel happy, sad, excited, lonely, 
frustrated. Some songs can help us. Some songs can hurt us. Some songs are moving. Some songs can be offensive. Some songs help us work out, get out our frustration. Other songs can hurt our ears. And you know what? Sometimes our words, what we say to other people and how we say it to other people can make them feel certain ways too. Our words, what we say to other people and how we say it can either hurt their souls or help their souls. If you're still with me, Sam, still with you. The words that you and I speak to each other can get us into a lot of trouble. It can create a lot of hurt, fear, anxiety, and pain. And so this series is about you and I learning how sometimes to keep our mouths shut, even sometimes on social media too. Now in the New Testament, there was a famous church leader and his name was James. And James had a half brother who was also a leader and he was even more famous and his name was Jesus. And so James was the half brother of Jesus. Now around 62 AD, about 30 years after Jesus rose, James was killed. He was stoned by a religious Jewish council just for being a Christian, just for being a follower of Jesus. Now here's the cool thing about James. James was such a good trustworthy, incredible guy, such a trustworthy disciple that the early church gave him a nickname and this is what it was. And notice this today, it was James the Just. That's how awesome of a disciple he was. That's how awesome and reliable of a person he was. That's how great his reputation and character was that his nickname was James the Just. And James writes a letter to the New Testament church and honestly, most of his letter is teaching you and I how to properly relate to and love other people. And so we pick up today in James chapter one, verse 19. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Notice what he says, understanding this, my dear brothers and sisters. Now, this statement, is huge, and I'll tell you why. Back in the days of James and Jesus, women did not have equal rights. They were sold to their husbands. They were bought from their families. These marriages were arranged. They didn't have choices. Many times they would suffer and die in the streets if they couldn't get married. And so this statement, brothers and sisters bringing men and women back in the days of Jesus on equal ground was not only a radical thing, but it was also right and just. The early father of Jesus were certainly ahead of their time. We move on with our verse. You must all be quick to listen and slow to speak. Who should be quick to listen? All of us. Everyone should be quick to listen. And so James says that we're all equal and in your relationships before anything else, your first priority, the most important key in your relationships with other people, if you want to properly show them love and properly show them Christ, is to be quick to listen. Not quick to correct, not quick to teach, but to be quick to listen, which is what we hope other people in our lives will do for us, and we should be slow to speak. Now, this word slow means this, and notice this today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. It means to wait and to be late. So in other words, in times of conflict with other people, any type of relationship conflict, when you're so ready to speak your mind, wait. When you're so ready to tell it like it is, just like your mama did, Wait, when you're so ready to go back and forth, when you're so ready to fight and correct, wait, what does God want you to do? Don't do that right now. He wants you to 
Wait, say, Tony, what should I do? How should I do this? Well, one great place to start is here. In times of conflict, try asking genuine questions. These two genuine questions, and notice this today. Number one, could you help me understand my part in your frustrations? How have I hurt you? How have I frustrated you? How have I confused you? And so always ask that question in times of conflict. Could you help me understand my part in your pain or your frustrations? And then number two, ask this question. How does what I do or say honestly make you feel? And then let them be honest with you. So I really want to know, how do I make you feel? By the way, I say this all the time. Ultimately, one day, that will be your legacy. People are not going to remember what all you accomplished in this life. People are only going to remember how you made them feel. You and I can push a lot of people in our life away by being quick to speak and slow to listen. Let me say that again. We have pushed a lot of people in our life away because we're quick to speak and slow to listen instead of being quick to listen and slow to speak. And something that you need to understand about the other people in your life, and this is even true for you too, and notice this today and remember this, people want and need to be understood first, not confronted and corrected first. We all want that. So treat people how you want to be treated. Love people the way that you want to be loved and be patient and understanding with people the way you want other people to be patient and understanding with you. Back to our verse. He says, be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry. So James is saying specifically right here that one foolproof way to bypass your anger with other people is to be more slow and patient as you react and speak to other people. One foolproof way to protect yourself from spilling your anger out onto other people in every type of situation with conflict is to be slow to react and slow to speak to the other people in your life. Now, this word anger in verse 19 is a very interesting word, and it basically means this, and notice this today, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. It means drawing quick, misinformed, and negative conclusions about the other person or people in your life, and we do that a lot, don't we? Oh, that's your explanation? Good one. Oh, I know that's what you said, but that's not what you meant. That's your anger speaking. That's you very quickly drawing misinformed conclusions. That is not your intellect speaking. That is your anger speaking and your lack of self-control. And so the major remedy for our anger is this. The longer you listen, the more you will learn about the other person and how they're feeling and the less angry you will stay. But you have to listen more than you speak. Now, let me put it this way. If you're still with me, so I'm still with you. Everything, almost everything, not all things, but almost everything that everyone does usually makes sense to them at the time. Now, let me just say this. Sometimes the wrong opportunities present themselves to us and we know that we shouldn't take that opportunity and we do and we know that we should not. But many times when we do things in this life at the time, it makes sense to us. And so when your anger kicks in and you catch yourself thinking and saying, how could they have done that, said that, thought that, or reacted in that way, remember, even for you, that it probably made sense to them at the time because many times your bad choices made sense to you at the time. If if we would be slower to speak and quicker to listen, then maybe you would learn and understand how they could do that 
or how they could say that or how they could react that way. God gives us relationships to help us learn from each other, not control each other. God gives us relationships to help us learn from each other, not control each other. And criticizing and correcting what you don't fully understand yet is not understanding its control. And that's the source of many of our conflicts. Look at verse 20 in James chapter 1. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So why should we be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry? Great question. Because it'll make you look better to other people. Because it'll calm those people down in your life that are hurt by you and angry with you or it'll help you eventually get your way no 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 none of that none of that is what this is about human anger is when we don't get our way human anger is when we don't get our way it's selfishness and that's not the life that God wants for you and desires for you it's not the right way to live it's not righteousness when relationship conflict happens because two people or a group of people get angry first jealous first, selfish first, and then speak first and listen later. There's always going to be heartbreak. There's always going to be a rupture. None of that is righteous. None of that is good. None of that is wise. And none of that is loving and Christ-like. So we should all be quick to listen and slow to speak. Now, I've never done this before, but today's message has a title, and I want to give it to you right now when the message is almost over. And this is what it is. It's called My Big Mouth. Not my mom and dad's big mouth, not my son or my daughter's big, na- big mouth, not my husband's big mouth, not my wife's big mouth, not my boss's big mouth, not my ex's big mouth, not everyone else's big mouth, but whose big mouth? Mine. Yours for you, mine for me. I want us to focus on our words today and how we speak to other people in our words alone. Now, I have some helpful information to finish up today. And so if you're a Christian or even if you don't consider yourself to be a Christian and you're still thinking about all that yet, what we've learned today is gonna be helpful takeaways for all of us as we have to deal with conflict with other people. And so this is what I feel like today is gonna be extremely, extremely helpful, but it's very, very simple. Remember this today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. We should all be quick to listen and slow to speak to each other. Very simple, but very helpful. We should all be quick to listen, but slow to speak to each other. Now, if you would, I want you to participate with me today, and I want you to hold your hand out as you're watching with a closed fist, and I want you to open it very quickly and do this. Quick to listen. Quick to listen. Now, the reason why I want us to start off with a closed fist is because of this. If you'll notice, anytime we're in some sort of conflict with other people in our life, we close off very quickly. Just like our fist is closed, we also close off our emotions, our communication, our mind, our heart, and our understanding. So one thing that would help us all become more loving and more Christ-like is if we wouldn't close off and we would be quick to listen, and then slow to speak. So I want you to do that with me today. I want you to open up your fist very quickly and say quick to listen, but when you close it, I want you to close it very slowly and say slow to speak, and this is an exercise that'll help us bypass our anger the next time we're in conflict with other people. You can even do this in your mind or do this behind your back, but go quick to listen, slow to speak. Quick to listen, 
slow to speak, quick to understand, slow to react. Now, something we have to understand is this. The main reason why you and I close up in relationship tension so quickly is because we usually want the same thing that the other person or the other group of people want in our life. And so what do they want and what do we all want during times of misunderstanding and conflict with other people? This is what it is. And notice this today. If you're still with me, so I'm still with you. We want to be heard and understood. This is what we all want when things with other people get tough. We both, we both want each other to be quick to listen, very slow to speak quick to understand, and slow to jump to conclusions. We want the other people to be quick to understand and very slow to jump to conclusions. Because honestly, this is a place we should all strive to get to with other people in our life. And notice this today. If you're still with me, Sam, so still with you. We may disagree, but please at least listen to me. This is where we all want to get with other people in our life when we have conflict. We may disagree, but please at least listen to me. In other words, in times of conflict with me and other people, if you need to say something, then at least let me know that you're trying to understand where I'm coming from too. So again, we should all be quick to listen and slow to speak. My words, my reaction, my understanding my emotions should go out into this world like a beautiful song, the type of song that moves people and inspires people to look towards the love of Jesus and walk towards the love of Jesus. And our life should make them curious enough to where they want what we have. And that is the love of Jesus transforming our heart as they watch us practice massive understanding and love, being quick to listen and slow to speak quick to understand, quick to understand, and slow to assume. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so very much for tuning in. We absolutely love you, and we cannot wait to see you back next week. We hope you have a wonderful week.